How's a Richmond airport? Is it a nice airport? It looks very spacious there. Yeah, it's really, dude, it's small. It's almost like the Pittsburgh airport. It's really I like small. that. It's just like, not like JFK and LaGuardia, where the airports you're at, like JFK and LaGuardia. More like Iceland. Yeah, oh, that's good. Is, is Iceland, Iceland a small airport? Yeah, small, nice airport. The scary thing about it, though, is if you're driving like near that Iceland airport, there's so many planes, but it's like, you know, like puddle jumpers and stuff. So, like, You'll be driving on a highway and a plane will just fly right by like 10 feet over your head. Scares the crap out of me. Oh, there's Stu. Uh, and so how was your trip, dude? What'd you do down there in uh, the old Richmond? Great trip. I was part of the Richmond Flying Squirrels Hot Stove, which is the Dubway affiliate for the Giants. And uh, they had their big event. And I was up on stage. Well, dude, one of the coolest things was um, Paul. they give the Paul Keys like RBI award. I believe it's for the best. Uh, you know, it's I don't exactly. But Paul Keyes was a great guy. It's like you know, from like hard work and commitment, and you know, it's uh, he was the head coach for for VCU for a long time. He did passed away of cancer a few years ago, but Mark Budzinski got the award last year, I believe, and Billy Wagner got it this year. That's so, so cool. Wags was at Wags was at the event. You know, obviously he's going to be in Cooperstown probably this year. Dude, he's like yeah. twenty votes away from getting in. And I was joking around with them. I was joking around with everybody saying I was having, as soon as I saw Billy Wagner, I started having hot flashes. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> That's a good line. Dude, dude, I mean, whenever, whenever the, he would close the game out in Houston or whatever I faced him, I'd be like, well, here we go. Here comes a 102 legit. Like back then, <clears throat> back then they weren't chasing it out of the hand. I believe it was more towards the plate. So, you know, his 102 probably now would be 106. 105. It was legit. I, I know. And, and he was throwing, throwing it like a catcher. And he's like, you know, Wags has a little bit of that like country boy in him. Like, tell you what, you know, <laughs> I'll I'll knock you down. I'll knock you down. So anyway, man, we had that we we were signing autographs from like six to seven autograph line. And I think Billy Wags and I were just telling stories the whole time to each other. But there, you know, it was a lot of a lot of fans coming through. But dude, he's gonna be in Cooperstown next year. He told he told it great. His whole his whole He's a high school coach now, and yeah. uh, up in, up here at Charlottesville. Yeah, and all his his whole team basically came, and you could tell how much they love him. And he got up there to speak, and and you could tell that you know he was crying. He's going to be a mess in his Cooperstown speech because he was <laughs> up there. He got emo- got emotional, man. Got emotional. To get this Paul Keys Award, and emotional with his with his uh, with his team there and stuff. So it was a it was an incredible night. And then That's I get awesome. up there and, and get up there uh, with this guy Parney. Uh, a good guy, and we just did like a little little um, fireside chat. And, uh, I had a nice. lot of my buddies, Mark Budvinsky, and, and some people that were here there from Richmond uh, uh, that I hadn't seen in a long time. So those guys were there. It was just a great night, man. It was a great night. That's awesome. And, dude, th- th- really quick, there was one other guy that I saw who is a big fan of the podcast. So I know you're listening, Kenny Hart, my man Ken Hart. Nice, Kenny. Who Thank was, you. There was great guy, and and um. Well, two guys. Also, Brandon Geyer's dad, Ray Geyer, was there, too. Oh. So it was good to see him. Good to see him. He showed up. 
uh, which is really cool. So Ray, good to see you too. But there was a lot of people there that were fans of the show, bro. They, everyone asked that, hey, who's Chinch? How do you know Chinch? <laughs> really? Our friends, yeah, I do. Everyone asks about it. Like, hey, tell Rich Chinchamino we said hi. I go, dude, you know his whole name? Like, yeah. So it was pretty cool. But, but I appreciate dude, Kenny, Kenny Hart was my uh, was my equipment manager in Richmond, bro. So you'll love this story. So I would, first off, first off, when I got into pro ball, Kenny would give me the um, when when when, I, when, I, when my junior year at Richmond, I started wearing Newman receiver gloves. Oh, like I remember those. Gloves. I loved those. Oh, yeah, dude, Ken would give me a one pair a year. I'm like, Ken, any chance yeah. you can slide the receiver gloves. So, dude, I love those. Are, so those much. were super expensive back in the day for us, for like a kid in high school. Those were really expensive. Like, I remember. Like 40, 50 bucks, right? Which is yeah, a ton yeah, of money. Yeah. So, dude, my first couple baseball cards, like I know for sure my 97 Bowman card and 97 Tops. I'm wearing white Newman, white Newman batting gloves on the whole thing. And it's all because of Ken Hart. I'm like, That's I used so cool. to, whenever Kenny would give me, now he would give me the receiver gloves. Then when I started going to Nike, that's why I love that. My, my bats being really sticky because all those years I used the Newman glove, they were so <laughs> sticky. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, so, so um, my freshman year, change, you love this story. You know how you have like the big, the big pins that you put your clothes on, you know, after, sure. after practice, yeah, put yeah. your shirt on, stuff on. So, dude, I hated doing laundry so bad. I still do this day, oh, no. but I'm getting better. Get better at it. Well, no, Sarah would disagree, but I, I think I am. <laughs> so, but anyway, the one time change, I would wait. I would wait like a month. I, all my for all my clothes, and then I would. So one day, I'm like, I hate doing laundry so much. I'm like, I'll put them on the pin. I'll put my jeans. So I like put two pairs oh. of jeans on the pin, shirts, all this stuff. So I'll never forget it. Kenny Hart. He washes my pin. He puts it back in my locker and he puts a note on it. He's like, hey, Case, if these jeans show up again on your pin, they'll be cut into 45 pieces. <laughs> That's gross. So obviously I never put my jeans on the pin again, but dude, <laughs> he is a Richmond legend. It was so good to That's see him fun. last night. I tell you, it was so great. So there was just some great people I saw last night, Coach Mack and you know, just a lot of great people. It was, it was it was a fun night, man. Fun night. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, one more note on Billy Wagner. Do you oh, know I the saw story? Mickey Aoki. I saw Mick Aoki. Oh, we nice. Talked, and we talked about you too. How, how cool. You know, world comes the the world is a small world comes full circle. That he was Crazy. your college coach. Now he's a coach at Richmond. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What the, my favorite Billy Wagner story is? Two things I think about when I think of Billy Wagner. One, all the years working with you guys and every former hitter saying everybody shut up i don't care what the statistics are billy wagner's a hall of famer all of you say that every right, one of you right, right, who right, ever right, stepped right. in a box benson he's a hall of famer the, the second thing know. the players know dude do you know he was right he's right hand he was right-handed as a kid what do you know this story no he, he does everything he kicks i'm looking at one thing here he like kicks righty he you know he he writes righty i think still he, he right hurt i think he i can't I, i'm not saying this perfectly but I think he broke his clavicle or something playing like football or something when he was a kid. So he yeah. just started picking up a ball and throwing it lefty, dude. And he threw it 103 miles per hour with his off hand. It's a true story. I'm looking at it right now. Dude, that's, said, that's an unbelievable. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. I did not know that. It's amazing. Man. That's amazing. It really is. That's how that stuff happens. Dude, also, too, his his one of his sons is in AAA. He's like, yeah, one of my really? kids is in AAA. 
Yeah, he's a. <laughs> I want to say he's like an outfielder or something, but he's, wow. he's got a cannon. He's got a cannon of an arm. He can hit. I guess he's doing well at triple A. Yeah, dude. Nice. Flags is the player. That's so awesome. Yeah, he's he really quick. That just jars my memory. One more story. Do you remember? Do it. Do you remember Dennis Reyes, the big sweat lefty? Yes, yes, yes. So big sweat was from Mexico, right? And, and we call him the big sweat because he could take a forty-five minute cold shower, come out sweating. <laughs> He'd have a suit. I'd be sweating on the plane. I'm like sweating. <laughs> we call him sweat. I'm like sweat. Are you all right, dude? He's been sweating. But he, dude, I don't know if you remember, but he, his right shoulder was up like this, right? And 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 he threw lefty too. When he was like five years old in Mexico, I think like his uncle that was he was like he like wrestling with his uncle or something like that, and he dislocated his right shoulder and never fixed so it. No, never fixed it because he couldn't. Oh snap! You know because you know because of you know obviously like you know uh, whatever the hospitals down there wherever yeah. they were. Yeah. He started throwing lefty, and now he played like twelve years in the big leagues. And fifteen, big made millions. Fifteen years in the big leagues, dude. Fifteen years the in the big, big leagues. League. So, dude, uh, a- use adversity. Use adversity to your advantage, dude. Sometimes uh, things you think aren't good turn out to be the best things for you. There you go, man. Hey, speaking of the best things for you, man. I was I've been looking at the stats. I haven't paid enough attention to the stats of Acuna and of Otani. Dude, first and foremost, Otani won the award. He didn't have to pitch. He would have won. I think he would have won anyway. You ready? I know he would. Here's what he led the league in. You ready? First of all, he had 304. Let's throw that in there. Led the league in, right. in home runs, on base percentage, slugging percentage. OPS, OPS plus, and total bases. I did not. I I, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, he would have won this award if he hadn't gone on a mound. I think. I mean, his like he led the league in everything. Dude, led the league, led the league in every offensive category, dude. I honestly think you're right. It's incredible. It's I think he would. I think he would have won the award had he not pitched. It turns yeah. out he did pitch. <laughs> his OPS was one point oh six six. OPS plus 184. Dude, that's incredible. And you know what? You know what's funny, Chinch? If he didn't pitch, you know he would play like center field or something. Yes, you're yes, right. With a cannon, obviously, with a hundred mile per hour arm. I mean, what a freak, man. I read something the other day saying maybe would he consider doing a one-year deal and then going back out on the market? I don't know. You can't do that. Somebody's gonna pay him 50 million anyway. I think somebody's going to pay him fifty million. He's been a bargain. He's been a bargain for ever since he's been in the biggest biggest bargain in the league. He really has. It's time for Otani to get paid. He really has. Here's my stat that freaked me out about uh, about Acuna. All right, how about this for starting your season? This is how he started the month of April. Okay, he hit three fifty two with thirteen or with four homers, thirteen stolen bases, and a nine eight six OPS. And he played every single inning of all 27 games in the first month. And he never slowed down. Like you go through a season, right? You have a month probably where you're not, right. even in your like three, yeah. 30 months. Did you have two a months. Year. You have probably two months where you're like, all right, you're just average or below. Yeah. And how about this? He only had 84 strikeouts this year, his lowest ever by far. And think about that. What, what did he what did he strike out last year? I believe he cut down by 80 strikeouts. I believe he put the ball in play 80 more times 
I think he uh, shut out 160 last year. No, it, last in 2022, it, but well, here, and only he only played 119 games in 2002, uh, 2022, and he struck out 126 times. There he played go. 159 games. Right, he struck out, he struck 84. out 84. So you, your your numbers are well. So that, that's how you. So think about that. Put you put the ball in play. That's how you end up getting 70 stolen bases, dude. That means you're on base. That means you're getting the action. A lot of the times you're putting the ball in play. I'm sure a bunch of his home runs are with two strikes, mm-hmm. where he's just trying to like put the ball in play and he goes deep. So, yeah. dude, look at yeah. look at Bellinger's numbers and Acuna's numbers this year just by putting the play. The ball and play more. I mean, Bellinger yeah. put the ball and play seven more times this year than he did last year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so, how. You, that's yeah, also. Man. Well, I was going to say. I think that's... the big, the biggest thing with the. Yeah, we, we've we've never seen forty. You know, only only I think are four or five guys did forty forty. Right. We did forty fifty. 4060 and 47. <laughs> I know. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I, that always right. reminds me because my dad's favorite player was, was uh, Mickey Mantle, obviously. And remember, was it Ken Seiko who, like, or was it Eric Davis when everybody was like, wow, this guy could be a 40 40 guy, 40 40 40 40. And somebody asked Mickey Mantle, he goes, if I thought that was a big deal, I would have done it every year. Every year. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> he probably could have. Like, Right. So but it is a big deal, by the way. It's not for it's Mickey Mantle, deal. but for everybody else in the world who's not named Mickey well, Mantle. And Mickey Mantle and Mickey Mantle was the mix, so he's the guy that could have done it. Yeah, not yeah. everyone can have skill. Yeah, not everyone has yeah. that power. Yeah, you know, one other thing about this, about these stats, and about you talking about putting the ball in play and all that kind of stuff. You know, I'd like to go back and look and wonder if batting average and all that kind of stuff is up from not having the shift this past year. Cause we've seen, we we're seeing some hall, like hall of fame type seasons from some of these guys. Yeah, I think so. I think no doubt about it. The shift has definitely helped. And I think I, a matter of fact, I can't remember who I was talking about. I think Tom Verducci was telling me that he talked to Acuna and that just seeing, not seeing all the guys on one side does something for you mentally too. Yeah. Where you can actually hit a line up the middle and it's a hit instead mm-hmm. of an out. Yeah, no, that. And then, hey, tell me about this, because you got to see it firsthand from the dugout. Like, is it easier to steal a base now than before the rules? It is. Can you explain that? Oh, 100%, because obviously it's a game of inches, first off. You know, we know that. It's a game of inches. So they gave the the bases went from 15 inches to 18 inches. So there's Mm. three inches either side. You're gaining six inches. Also, too, the, the, the pitcher can only pick over can pick over twice on the third time they have to pick you off if not you get the base so if, if you're getting those good leads and those guys are, and you're and you're forcing pickovers dude you know that's a that's a that's a big deal because yeah. next thing you know you, you're just taking off getting these huge jumps what do you think so, Ricky, what do you think ricky henderson would have done in a season ricky would have sold 200 <laughs> he had he had everybody can laugh but kids who do not go look at ricky henderson's stats he had a year where he had 130 stolen bases. He had the, the he has the greatest one of Harold Reynolds' greatest greatest stories is the year Ricky Henderson got hurt. Harold finally won a, a stolen base title, and he got it with I think he had like 60 stolen bases, 62 stolen bases that year. And he said the phone rang. He picked it up and goes, "How Reynolds?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "It's Rick." He goes, "It's Ricky." And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "62 stolen bases." 
Ricky would have had that at the break and hung up the phone on him. <laughs> Harold tells that Harold tells that story so great, but true story. So great. And then and then he and then he's got the uh, he's got the uh, the autograph uh, photo in his in his office, Harold, where it says like, oh, he's like, what do you, what do you say? Like, I don't know. Harold's still like sixty. He's like, I would have had that. Yeah, yeah, at the break. But he, he signed something like, you're not the real sober. You're lucky to get this one or something. You know, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. You know, when you think about these guys, I think the stolen bases, all that stuff will be up. Ricky's numbers are incredible. What he did, he, what, who knows what he'd steal now. But just seeing Otani, what he's doing, seeing um, seeing Acuna, what he's doing, baseball is in a great place, bro. I agree. You're and and think, really, really quick, think about the, the second place guys, Betts, Freeman, you know what I mean? And then you got Seager and Simeon, too. Yeah, so it's a, a, lot, a, lot of good, a lot of good candidates, man. When, 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 yeah, Mookie, man. Betts has the, when Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Matt Olsen can't even get into the top three, you know Acuna had a historic year. Yep, you got it, man. Good call. All right, get on that plane, man. Safe travels. Have a great weekend, okay, too. It's weekend. I forgot. It's Friday. It's the weekend, dude. Have a great weekend, Chance. I love you, brother. And uh, everyone out there, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.